This is the Sculpted in Palestine podcast, and today we are looking at choosing a life partner. And I've titled my message, Be Wise Enough to Involve God. Many people have asked if God chooses our spouses or what some people call significant others for us. Or if there's one person, just one person, that God has ordained for you to marry. Usually this person is referred to as one's soulmate. <laughs> First of all, is there one person God has ordained for you to marry? My answer, no. There isn't one person God has ordained for you to marry. There are, however, you know, suitable ranges that you can choose from. When women are younger, they have this dream of finding their true love and living happily ever after. Well, that is what happens when you read too much Melson Bourne. As a believer, one of the very important things that you should keep or bear in mind when considering marriage, is that you cannot be unequally yoked. I have a podcast on that, so you can always listen to it when you have the time. Secondly, does God choose our spouses for us? And my answer again, no. God will not violate your free will. But if you are wise enough to involve him and let his opinion matter to you, he will order your steps and lead you to the right person. I believe there might be a few exceptional cases where God has told a person to marry someone in particular, but that's not always the rule. Sometimes as Christians, we choose which areas of our lives we want to involve God and the areas we don't. And you know, we only make a U-turn when we have hit a dead end, have already gone too far in our pursuit or gotten our hearts messed up with. I spoke to a lady who is um, in a sexual relationship with a young man. And you know, the young man had taken such huge financial responsibilities upon himself, paying the lady's rent and all that. So ladies, let me, let me chip in this. The moment you depend on a man financially, a sexual relationship becomes almost inevitable. This is because you would begin to feel indebted to him. And the only way to... Um, reciprocate his kindness is to have sex with him I also have a podcast on not having sex when you are not married so please do take a listen when you can now back to my lady and her sponsor I asked her what attracted her to the man and she listed some very fine qualities so I asked her if they were going to get married and she said she was going to pray about it which, which I found quite surprising um, and so I asked sarcastically whom she was going to pray to. <laughs> and she said she was going to pray to God. And then I asked what she was really going to tell God because um, she had obviously taken things into her own hands. And I was more surprised looking at the qualities she had listed and how far she had gone into the relationship. And if that was the point to ask for God's opinion. Also, if someone comes to you and says, God told me you are the one I have to marry, please pray about it. It doesn't even matter how attracted you, you are to this person. People sometimes let their emotions get the better part of them and say God told them this or that when God hasn't spoken. People have made a lot of mistakes all in the name of God said. When my husband proposed to me, and I've, I've said it in one of my podcasts, he said, pray about it and let me know what God says. 
And when I did, I had one of the most profound dreams I have ever had in my life. It was at the time that a young dentist I was acquainted um, with back at the university was also, you know, trying to get my attention. And when I woke up that morning after the dream, I said to God, God, if you would only answer us this way, anytime we, we pray, you know, things would really be nice. God might not answer you the same way he answered me, but I know he would definitely answer you. The signs might already be clear on the wall. There might be red flags everywhere. Just be attentive. If you are wise enough to involve him, he will let you know if the person is right for you. Good is not necessarily always right. If the, um, if the person um, is good, it doesn't mean that the person is the right person for you. So if someone is not the right person for you, it doesn't also mean that the person is a bad person. Marriage is something that God doesn't take lightly. So please, we shouldn't leave things to chance. The Bible says, he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. The same Bible says that a virtuous wife who can find. There is a finding to be done by the man, not the woman. Let God bring you to that person. Involve God from the very beginning. Sometimes, you know, our hearts lead us and we get emotionally attached to people that God doesn't approve or endorse. If you are already in a relationship with someone and you know you don't have your father's approval, please do yourself a favor and let the person go. Let God write your love story. He is an expert at that. Most importantly, God wants you to be married to someone who will ultimately help you to fulfill your God-given purpose the best way. And the two of you will be a powerful force to reckon with in the kingdom of God. There are things ahead of you in life which you, you might be oblivious about, but God knows just the person who would be best suited to take this journey with you. Don't forget, he knows all about you. He is a God who declares the end from the very beginning. It doesn't matter when you, it doesn't mean that, um, you know, when you involve God, your marriage will be free from challenges. Don't get me wrong. But what it means is that your marriage will have a solid foundation. Don't forget, except the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain that build. And except the Lord keeps the city, the watchman watches but in vain. And no matter what life throws at you, you know God's got you. You are in this with God and you can always smile in the midst of the storm. Sometimes too, as a lady, you see a man minister in the gifts and then the abilities that God has given him. And you fall in love with the gifts and ignore the fruit he is bearing. I, I honestly don't know if this is true, but a man told the story of a woman who went up the altar whilst a man of God was preaching, and she said she wanted to get married to him. The congregation was shocked because that was the pastor's wife, Asafo Mame. She then said that the man she was married to was nothing like this preacher man, and she wanted to get married to this preacher man because the man at home was abusive among other, among other things. 
Gifts are not a true reflection of who a person truly is. The Bible says man looks on the outward, but God looks at the heart. Let God lead. He is the perfect matchmaker. The Bible also, say, also says, as for God, his ways are perfect. Sometimes you meet the person when you least expect and in the most unlikely place. Our God is a master strategist. He sees what you don't see and knows what you do not know. Let him take charge of every aspect of your life. The last thing I would want to say is that, ladies, please, don't try to force a man into marriage when he's obviously not ready. I tell people that when a man is ready to get married, he doesn't have to be told. He knows when he wants to get married. God saw a need in Adam's life and brought Eve on board to be a helpmeet, a suitable helper. A man still has that need in him. And when he thinks it's time for him to get married, there would be no need to try to, you know, take him to the altar under dress. You can have a bad, good, or God's best when it comes to marriage. Go for God's best. You only need to be wise enough to involve him. If you are listening to me right now, but you do not know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, there couldn't be a better time to invite him into your heart. Like I always say, tomorrow might be just too late. The Bible says God made Christ who knew no sin to be sin for us so that we might be made the righteousness of God. It doesn't matter how far you have gone. Christ has already paid the price. Just accept him and walk in this newness. Shall we pray? Our Father in heaven, thank you for the gift of life. We never take it for granted. Thank you for your truth which we have received today. Our prayer is that help us to walk in this truth. Forgive us for the times that we have walked in ignorance and made choices that did not glorify you. Thank you that we remain the apple of your eyes and you have our best interest in at heart. In Jesus' mighty name, have I prayed with thanksgiving. Amen. This has been the Sculpted in Palestine podcast. Akusia Boabinkosa here. Call me Eno anytime. God bless you for listening. Share and be a blessing to someone. Till I come your way once again next week, God willing. Continue to live the victorious Christian life. Bye for now.